Okay, fine. Continuing along in uh, in Gimel Akrukta, it's based on the base, the inside column that says Vahatikon. So the first part of it, which was actually in the last recording, we started talking about the Kayach of Nagina, the Koach of music. You know, people talk about uh, the the different, uh, you know, the, the, the power and the Koach of his iris of music. So he's talking about it more in formulaic terms, in terms of the spirituality of where it comes from, different Koachas. And he says that the Koach of Nagina, which really has a tremendous power to be uh, a person, he talks about where, where it's nimshach from. There's a certain, it's not just people talking. There's a, there's a certain place spiritually where the, this kayach that's associated with music is nimshach from, such that a person can be impacted even by the spiritual qualities, whether it's a tzaddik or a rasha, or the person who's the, who's the chazan, the, the person who's the one who's producing the nagina. And this will actually affect a person and his avaida. And we, we actually said last time also that this Kayach HaNagina stems from the same place that Nevoah stems from. So it's, it's really coming from, and we're going to flesh it out a little bit more now, it's really coming from a very, from, from a very uh, a place that, 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 he, that, that has the Shrashim. I, I think in, in by by Shalom Melach it talks about like the band of Nevi'im that there would be they, that there would uh, you know that there would be some music until they I think so I, I don't remember but they, that they would play certain drums or something it would be Ma'ir also this Kayach of Nagina and we said last time also that there's a Sefer Tyrus Nasan which goes through some of these uh, these pieces and takes out some of the drush and kind of grounds it and links some of it to Likutei Alachas. He says that the the, the true Kayach and Nagina really achieves its shlemus when it comes together with the Dibur. The Dibur, when you, when you have something that's, let's say, emotional, right? let's say you have a kid crying, right? So the, 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 if the person is hysterical, there's a certain joy or whatever it is, it finds an expression. You don't even know exactly what the person is upset about. In a certain way, it's limiting, right? In a certain way, that's why when a person, let's say, goes to a therapist, sometimes they want you to speak something out because something that's just like this raw emotion and all over the place and it's it's unquantifiable, you can't even like ground it. When you speak about something, you have to articulate it and put it into words. In a certain way, it's limiting. But on the other hand, what it does is that it gives it an expression. The, the Kaya Hanagino, which is in a certain way this raw spiritual potential, it finds a grounding when it's nisyached with a kayach hadibur, and we're going to see today that that uh, the kayach, the tikkun for the nagina is when a person learns teresh peh and it finds it finds expression in teresh peh. And when a person has nagina from a negative source, then it doesn't ultimately have the shlemus, and it ha- it ends up being directed into a negative place that could also affect a person's avoda. So he says, "Vahatikon hu." So what is the tikon sheyuchal nagina mikol adam? Now he he's not saying that a person should go hear music from this bad source, but he's saying, what's the tikon for this kayach nagina, such that even if a person would hear this nagin from a negative source, that that he won't be impacted. In other words, he'll find a shlemus in the certain kayach so that he won't be impacted by these otherwise negative spiritual kayach that's that's coming from a negative uh, source of kayach hanagina of music a person learns and will see specifically at night two points about Gemara. Number one is that in a certain sense, Gemara is compared to Lila in general, whatever it is. And number two, that it's a, that, that it comes that the best and the most appropriate time that a person is going to get the most out of it spiritually is learning Torah Shaval Peh at night. First of all, what's the Raya that Torah Shaval Peh is called Lila? There's no real day and night as far as we're concerned. So a Baruch Hu put in a system of day and night. By a Baruch Hu, what's the difference? But Hashem has a certain system of the 
Bria. So when Moshe Rabbeinu was by Hakadosh Baruch Hu learning forty days and forty nights, over there it's not like the sun comes up and it's light and it's dark. What's the difference? But Hakadosh Baruch Hu has a certain system, a certain spiritual system with his different koyches at play. Nimtza, so we see Shatarish Bapeh, he bechinas Laila. So, first of all, based on this this source, we see that, uh, I guess it's coming from a, from a Medrash, uh, Medrash and Tehillim. So, first of all, based on the source, we see that the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is teaching in a way that everything was spiritually aligned in the power of the way they were supposed to be. So, by that, that the Medrash brings that night is, asso- that Tarish Bapeh is associated with night, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu was, was teaching over the Tarish Bapeh elements to Moshe, and the Medrash tells us that that's what was the time that was. That was bad some night. So we see that Tershwal Pez is associated with night, or the Kaychas are aligned with night. And specifically, Gemara, Ukamoisha Amara, Besain, Zachorna Levracha, in Sanhedrin, on a Pasukin Echa, Bemachshakim Hoshivani, that in dark places he placed me, Zet Talmud Bavli. So that's referring specifically to Gemara, which is associated with Chayshech, Uksivla, Chayshech, Karalaila. And we see also that Chayshech is associated with Laila. And therefore, we see uh, first point of view, uh, the, the first point that he's bringing here that this Kaya Hanagina uh, is is going to be misakim through learning Gemara, and Gemara has these qualities that are, that are aligned with with Lila, whatever whatever exactly those properties are, and also that the time the, the time to get your best bang for your buck in a certain sense, or the, the time that you can mostly attach to this is at night. The reason that the that through Gemara a person is not going to be harmed through the Kayach Nagina. So how does that line up? When a person learns Shisha Sidre Mishnah and the associated Gemara with it, you. A person is going to be masakin the six rings of cartilage in the kana shemehem yoytze kol. A person is going to be able to be masakin them. Now, what does that mean? So we said this this aligns with again. If you have a picture of this, just so that we were able to grab it. So a kaddish baruch who sends when Hashem doesn't just you know, make the world the way it is. There's a certain way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu extends the spiritual flow to our world and it goes through a mechanism that's called the spheris. And there's there's a line. So there, there's six spheris and then Malchus is the seventh one at the end. We say by spheris Omer, there's Chesed, Vurt, Feres, Netzachod, Yisod, or six. And then Malchus, we spoke about in one of the other ones, that Malchus is like the Kli that takes that where it, has, where it finds an expression. Malchus doesn't have its own Kaychus. Malchus is Be'etzem. That, that's why we say a person's being Kabbalah Omar Shemaim, we spoke about it in the first one, that when a person is totally, has total his batlas and he totally nullifies himself, there's nothing of himself that he's trying to put into the system. He sees HaKadosh Baruch in everything. We talk about that that's where a person's tefillas are accepted. He's chen. He sees an expression of HaKadosh Baruch in anything. That's where a person's Kabbalah Omar Malchus. So, so he says that Gemara is going to be, is going to be associated with Malchus. Torah Shebech Sav is going to... Torah Shebech Sav is going to align with the with the with the six again. The terms are going to become are going to become something we're used to. But Za or Zer Anpin is going to is going to be when we align when we align the spheres. We're going to talk about those six 
as as a set of six and then the next one is going to be in the the spherus a line we said like in a dna chart if you have if you would have all the individual pieces and they form together to form one of those molecule structures and everything is structured the same way so the 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 expression of these six would be chagas nahi would be zeranpin and then malchus would be nook would be nukva would be a receptacle it would be a kibble. so he says that Torah Shib and these expressions. So Torah Shibchsav is like the six, and then uh, Torah Shibalpeh is like the seventh. Where does the Torah Shibchsav find expression? You have all these psukim and things that are really, in order to understand, you're supposed to rest on Shabbos. What are you supposed to do on Shabbos? supposed to rest. What does rest mean? Does rest mean sitting on my couch? The Torah clearly indicates that you know what rest means. You know why? Because it says if you don't rest, if you don't keep Shabbos, you're going to be put to death. You know what that means? That means that there has to be a system of accountability. Where's the expression? How did, where's Torah Shabbat Sav grounded? It's grounded in Torah Shabbat Peh. So he says when a person learns Torah Shabbat Peh, that Be'etzem is Mesakim, there's a Shlemus there to the Torah Shebech Sav. The Mal, so, uh, that's, so, so Malchus that's associated with the six rings of the Kana, the six elements that lead into Malchus, those find a Tikkun when, when, when they hit the, when they hit the Kli Kibble, basically, when they find Malchus. So again, he says that through learning Shas, as a person learns it, and they learn Gemara, and it finds expression, and they articulate it, then there's going to be a Shlemus, they're going to be Mesakim, that, that element that was Be'etzem in the potential form, when it comes and and it's grounded, and you find halachas, and there's a way to there's a way to integrate it into the self. That's where there's a tikkun vizehu. And now again, there's a pasuk. He 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 weaves into it each time the panemius. Each time he says a point, then he like weaves it back into the panemius of of psukim and the way that it comes. Kumi raini balayla. A person should get up and sing at night. Or kumi. There's going to be a tikkun of song at night. Hainu shetei takuma takuma arena. Takumala Harina, there's going to be a, a tikkun to the song. That's going to be through Lila, which is Shas, there's going to be a tikkun. And in fact, there is, right, we, we find, this is the Pneumius of it, we find that there is a certain sing song. A person is Bidafka supposed to learn, uh, learn out loud. And there's a certain sing song about the, the, the Gemara. Even the Gemara itself, where it, it comes up, I think, with a Baya, there's a Gemara with a Baya, a couple, couple, couple times in Shas, where, where somebody asked uh, something where he seemed to be, well, you know, there's no nafkamina. He says, well, Gemara, Gemara is marted. Hey, if you're learning Gemara only as a song, the Gemara has something behind it. If you're telling me something, tell me, explain to me what the nafkamina is. But there, there, so, and back then they had Simanim also, that was for remembering, but there is some sort of a song and an expression associated with Gemara, but the, behind it, he says that Gemara itself is a tikkun for this kaya chanagina and specifically associated with Laila, which is also malchus. The, the, the night is a time where there's no affirmative thing that's going on. The moon also, we said, is reflective of the sun, and that's where everything kind of finds an expression in Torah Shavuot at night. But there's a caveat, because what happens if a person, what happens if a person learns Laila Shema? The because if there's no real neutral. Chavis Halavavis talks about this also in a different place. We think, in, in the beginning he says, we think that there are positive actions, I could do mitzvahs, there's negative actions, and then there's things that are neutral. I just go about my day and I do things, and I say that they're not positive and they're not negative. The truth is, is that nothing is really neutral because if a person is an active participant in life, whether or not you're doing something that seems to be our, our what we say, we, we associate Asher Yatzar with the Kisei covered. When you tie your shoes, you're tying your right hand first. There's halachas about which limbs to wash first in the bathroom and which, you know, which laces to tie first. Every single thing, ha- it could be an element of avoda. 
right? So if a person lives a life of avoda, you're getting closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. If when a person eats, they're serving their own desires, so then they're reinforcing what they want. So there's a problem because as much as this entire limud and this entire avoda of Gemara is really be'etzem associated with his batlus, that that's what it really comes down to. It's going to be it's going to be an element of of kvod malchus shemayim and this tikkun of the student kaychas that we're talking about. What happens if woven into that a person is going through these actions that on the outside are learning and they're doing it because they want covered for themselves? So in a certain sense, what are they doing? They're really undermining this entire avoda that they're trying to do because instead of reinforcing this hisbatlus and this malchus, they're reinforcing their own desire and their own covered. So now this tikkun and this, that, that's supposed to be going through gemara is not going to happen in the way that it's supposed to happen. So he says, and it's not going to be reinforcing this oh, this kabbalah of all malchus shemayim, but rather it's going to be in reinforcing almost negative malchus. Every kayach hakadosh baruch we know created things zel Everything positive has a negative expression also. So to the extent that there's a positive expression of these spheres, there's also going to be the the achorayim, so to speak. The ach of them is also going to be the negative expression of the same spiritual kayachus. So he says, you know what happens that when you learn at night? See, we don't have day and night. We have electric lights. But by us, a lot of these Gemaras that talk about learning at night, what happens at night? There's nothing to work. There's nobody looking at you. There's no cover. Nobody knows what you're doing. There's no phones. There's no... It's totally like you time. It's you and God. And that's why there's a lot of Gemaras also. It talks about a person who wastes the nighttime hours. There's literally nothing to be distracted by. Those elements don't apply as much to us in our generation. But in principle, it could be. What, what, what happens when you're alone in the bedroom? What happens when nobody's watching? These times that you, you are available... All of a sudden, you know, everybody says, I wish I had a day off. All of a sudden, for whatever the reason is, you find yourself, you know, your wife went upstate, you're on a flight, whatever it is. All of a sudden, you literally have nothing to do. And what do you do when you're on that flight? You're watching the movie. What do you do during those times when nothing's pulling you in any direction? So in principle... And this kayach of Lailo, you take the Lailo when, when no one's watching, you reinforce that kayach that you're learning really not for anybody else. You're learning for, you're learning just for you and Hashem. You're not, nothing is selfish. What's chesed? Chesed is his batlus. Avram Avinu was the one who represented chesed. We know that he served the angels. You know what else he did? He looked at the Brio with no prior education or information and saw God. He was able to totally put himself aside and see something. There's a chutzel chesed, a chut of his batlus. When a person learns at night, it reinforces this chutzel chesed, um, may gain all of, and that protects him from having these negative thoughts. That's going to reinforce learning in a positive way. When a person does actions, it's those little things that reinforce attitudes. So I'm speaking about it more in a practical way than this like spiritual way, but it reinforces attitudes. Throughout your entire day, most of us are just being very reactive to different things. There's a few times the rabbi spoke about it in the Shabbat Shuvah about reinforcing just the exercising the Bechira muscle. There's, there's a few times when all of a sudden you have a chance to do something that nobody's going to know about or specifically, you know, to, to help out or when the person's not going to thank you and, and you know, and those are the times when you know you're not even doing it for the gratitude. You're literally doing it because between you and Hashem, you want to do the right thing when the person's not going to react right. So it says also when a person's learning at night, that reinforces this, this muscle of learning just between you and Hashem and the Kayach is batlus, and that, that, that's going to be reinforcing that even when you learn in the daytime also, you're not going to have these, this, these negative thoughts in your head, so that since, once the learning is in the right place, again, it comes back to being able to be misaken the Kayach HaNegina. V'isa, v'isa, so back to just 
plugging in the, the spiritual terms that we said before, but again, now we're going to show again, weave back in and show that it's reflected, this panemius in a story, in a, in a mice in Tanakh, Bekisve Ha'ari, in Eitzchayim, Kitziprim Sheba Klipa. So this we spoke about last time when he was talking about the, uh, the, the, the mushal almost for where this Kayach comes from. He says that the Tziprim Sheba Klipa, these elements that he referred to as Tziprim, as birds, but these, the, the, that, that, uh, that, that, that's where the Kayach and the Gina comes from in a negative way. They are, we'll explain in a second, So we, we said that, it, just briefly to make it at least flow so that we can move on to the next piece. So the way that the structure works is you have what's called the mochen, there's, let's say, the intellectual aspects of the, the, the more abstract way, which is going to be chachma bin and das, or keser chachma bin, depending on count it. Then afterwards come, let's say, the emotional ones, there's chesed, gvura, and teferes. And then afterwards, it's almost like the practical, and it's like I learn from a rebbe, then I, this thing, then I integrate it into myself, and then I have to package it up in terms of being able to pass it on to the Talmud. Those ones about being able to pass it on to the Talmud is going to be the netzach hod, and then yesod goes down. So Netzach and Hod are what get ready to pass it down into the, the so that what nourishes the next the next stage of of uh, of the Bri or the next stage of of Hishtalshalis is going to be the Netzach and Hod get ready to pass it on through the Yisod okay to Malchus what, what so Malchus again is the Kli Kibble what are the first two things of Malchus that are able to receive the, the first two stages of that? Again, you have the Chochmah and the Bina, what's called the Mochin of the Malchus. So he's, again, the Kisveri says that these Siprim Sheba Klipa, the Netzach and Hod and Klipa, what's, what's going to be nourishing, that from them is where this Nagina comes from, those are what ultimately are going to set the stage and build up the highest degree of the Malchus. So when, when, we're gonna, when we have, when we have the, the, the Malchus, the Kli Kibble, what's it made up of? It's made up of where it nourished from. If it nourished from a negative place, then the entire thing, instead of being Omal HaShemayim and being in a positive way, it's going to be dictating what, what governs your actions and what you have as Batlas too is going to be really coming from a negative place. And therefore, he says, L'fichach Nishtabach David L'fnei Shal when really he was doeg hadomi was doing it in a negative way because he wanted to make Shaul jealous, it seems. But when he was trying to describe David, what was David? David was the melech. And he wanted to say that David has this kayach hamalchus. How do you explain that David has this kayach hamalchus? Yoidea, because his moichin, his das, the chachman bin of that malchus, he was yoidea nagen. He knew, he was dr- coming from this, the, the building up the kayach hamalchus from these same kayachas that, that, that are the source of the kayach hanagina which is also the source of Nevoah, because so he was explaining, you know how he's saying that David HaMelech had this Kayach HaMalchus? Because he has the Kayach HaNagina, and the Kayach HaNagina is actually what builds up the Malchus. And, and, and that was where you see that this ties together, that this Nagina is what flows through the Malchus, and that, that's where we see that David HaMelech was Roy for Malchus. And further, it says about David Melch in Tehillim, that David Melch was taken from behind the nursing sheep to tend to the flock of Yaakov of Klal Yisrael. The Medrash says that David Melch, when he would when he would nurse the sheep, when he would tend to the sheep, he would literally do. He would take the young ones who couldn't eat very hard grass, and he would let them out into the field first, that they would eat the top of the grass. Then the older ones would eat the middle, and then the stronger ones would get the bottom. He literally, we see by Moshe Rabbeinu 
also that that little shepsula that he carried out you know that, that couldn't go and that's when he found the uh when, when he found the burning bush so he says that this pasuk that it says that david amelech was taken behind from the nursing sheep what are nursing sheep plugging in the pneumius of it what are the nursing factors what are those nursing element that that give to the malchus these are the elements that give on to the next malchus this is what is the source also it's mashpia to give nevuah and this is what builds up malchus and it's going to be mashpia to the to the tziprim that we said that they're the binyan malchus and we see now also that woven into the psukim the pneumius that we see that these nursing elements of Netzach and Hod, which is the source, we said of the Kayach and Negino, which is building up the Malchus, and therefore that a person who's Yoinik from Negina in a positive way builds up his own Malchus Shemayim, and it manifests its way where with the same source of Nevoah, he's able to relate to Avod in a positive way, and a person who's listening to Kayach and Negina coming from a negative way, instead of being Mavatal himself to all Malchus Shemayim, he wants Malchus Shemayim to be Mavatal to himself. He's injecting the negative way, and that's what we say that you can reinforce it by learning Gemara at night where you're where you're mevatel your own koyachas and, and it, it finds a tikkun for this whole for this whole process although there's a danger if a person learns shaloy l'shma and that's why where a person learns at night there's a chutzel chesed that reinforces that that idea that he's able to build up his uh his malchus now we see again for the third time the first like i don't know 15 or so are coming are coming back we said the first line over here that we're explaining certain members of rabba babrachana and shas which of course is what we would have seen had we just looked at the gemara with rashi or shbam babasra now let's read this in into what this piece of Agado is telling us according to Rabbi Nachman. I saw a Sfardea. I saw, a, it's a frog, but we're going to say Sfardea because we're going to use the Hebrew word. And the Rishbam says, what's an Akrukta? It's Sfardea. What's Sfardea? Sfardea is really a reference to two different words. These Tziprim of Dea, these sources, these spiritual forces is where the Koyach HaMegina comes from. That builds up the malchus, and what is the tzipur deya? What's the ticken of the tzipur deya? It says the haviki akur da hagronia. It says that this is, and it was as big as a city of the of called akur da hagronia was the city. That's the koyach of the garon, the kara, the grona, kara is to call, and garon is the throat. And what does that mean? Loshen It's a reference that from these tzipurim, that's where the koyach hanegina, the koyach of the throat, comes from. So I saw a frog that's as big as the city called akur. What's the tikkun? What's the shlemus of this akur dagronia? Shitin bate, of course. Sixty mesechtes. It's sixty houses big. In the city of Agroni was 60 houses big. Where, where is this Shlemus? Where is this Tikkun of this Negina, of this Kara de Garon? The 60 houses. And Rishbam says, He's just breaking up the story. The question of Akur de Agroni, in the context of the story, says there was a frog that was as big as the 60 houses. Says the Gemara, not Rabbi Bachana. Says the Gemara, by the way, and what's this Akur Dagron? Yeah, it's 60 houses, it's 60 Mesechtas. Back to Rabbi Rachana, Asa Tanina Bala, a Nachash came and it swallowed it up. Perish Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kamala. This is going back in Rabbi Rachana. What happens? But if a person is going to learn for the wrong reason, enter the Yitzhahara, Yivla Osa, then the Nachash is going to swallow it up. The Kayach and the Tikan that could have come from learning and this Kayach is Batlus is going to get swallowed. 
swallowed up, that's going to be where he learns Shaloy Lishma, and that enters the Yitzhahara into it, and it's going to swallow the Kaychas that could have been accomplished. That's the Nachash. Vizesh appears Rabbeinu Shmuel, Rabbi Karmala, and this that he says that Rabbi is saying it, Hainu Aideisha Yilma B'Shvil Sheiz Kare Rebbe, that, that, what does it mean, Rabba Kamarla? It says that since a person learns in order that he should be called Rebbe, he's entering in his own personal things into it, uh, that, that, that's what it's referring to. Asu Pushkansa comes a raven, comes an Eirev, who perish Rebbeinu Shmuel, and Ram explains what's a Pushkansa and Eirev. Hainu Aideish Yomad Balayla, because Eirev is a Lushan of Erev. But if you learn at night, Milushan Arvis, Ubala, so then you're going to be, that's going to swallow up the Nachash. That will protect. So again, you have this, 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 uh, this Fardea, which is a reference to these certain spiritual kochas called the Tsiprim that are associated with the Kayach Hanagina, the, the city of Hagronia, the that's the, the city of Agron is a reference to Kayach Hadibor. What's the Tikkun for that? 60 houses. That's how big it is. Is learning Shas, learning Torah Shabal Peh. What's, what could swallow that up and make it that it's not going to have that Hashivas and be as effective as building up the Malchus uh, as, that, that a person learns it for his own purposes, that the Nachash swallows it. But what's the protecting against the Nachash? The Eirev, the Erev, learning at night, building up those muscles. Ubala, Hainu, Mogen, Alav, Mina, Nachash. That will protect from the Nachash. Why? Vesalak Vyasav Bailana, because this Orev is gonna go rest in a tree, Uperishamarsha, Shehubachinas Avram. What's the tree? Aishal Avram. Shakasavetslo Vayita Aishal Aishal Shavram Bachinas Chesed, because Avram is in the Bachina of Chesed. And therefore we said that when a person learns that Naait Achushel Chesed goes over him. Now you have his batlus, and that's gonna protect him from having these negative intentions when it comes to learning. Hainu Shahchel Chesed Shinimshach Alav, Megin Alav Minanakash, that'll protect you from negative intention. So the next time we were talking about it on Shabbos, right? The next time you're in a position where you find yourself doing something for somebody and those end up being where the people are the least appreciative, the truth is, is that it's bedafka, those things that build up your muscles every other time you do something. There's a, we were talking about it in learning one time that uh, a little fire and brimstone, but okay. But I think, I think of Chaim Shmuel Levitz brings, he says, you, you know, there was a certain thing going on in the mirror at the time or whatever. I think years ago, guys were like selling, uh, they, they were handling refrigerators or something, like coming from America, and they would be running in and out of Seder to go like deal with things. That's what Rabbi Milson told me, I think that was going on in the background when, when he gave like particular schmooze. I sort of pink is bringing this down. So he says that, he said that, you know, people are going to get to Oilam Haba. And all of a sudden, there's going to be like, you know, a lot of like refrigerators or whatever. He says, because what happens is, is that you're learning. He says, your Oilam Haba, Kaddish Baruch Hu gives you the power to dictate how much things are worth to you. So if you're going to say that a half an hour of morning Seder is worth 100 shekels, so now then a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to use your value of it. So, so what dictates, it, it, most of the time, let's say you come and learn on a, a night, you learn the daf late at night, or you learn on a Sunday morning, most of the time, there's going to be those, okay, sometimes you can't come, but there's going to be those times where all of a sudden, you're back Balancing A against B. It's the point of conflict. Right? At the point of conflict is where values are dictated. If you have nothing else to do anyway, so then it's nice to come learn why not. The question is, is when two things are in conflict, that's where you define the value of A vis-a-vis B. So at that point, you say, this is where I say, you know what, I can make $100, I can go hang out with a friend, and learning is more important. So that's what you say, learning is more important than that. So the, the, where a person has a chut shel chesed, in those times when it's the most difficult, that's where, that, that's where you say, this is, what, th- th- this is what my chesed is worth. This is, th- this is what my learning is worth, and that is going to help you the rest of the time. That means that if all of a sudden, when I have to, when I have to make a million dollars, and I decide that five, mil- five minutes of learning is worth a million dollars, that means that the rest of the time that I'm learning that nothing else is in 
in the way, my learning is worth a million dollars every one of those seconds because at the point of conflict, I decided it was worth. So when a person learns and nobody's paying attention to him and there's no coven and you're not going to get any credit and you're reinforcing those muscles, that's literally what's going to protect you the other 99.9% of the time for uh, protecting. And that's why the Chut Shel Chesed is going to be over him, my, my take on it. The Chut Shel Chesed is going to be over him and it's going to protect him. Tochazi, Kamenafish, Chayla de Ilana, you see how strong he was, he was in awe. You see how strong this tree is, this Chutzel Chesed, Hainu Sherabba Masmiya, it's Atzmo, Shekolkach Gavrelein Uchazdo, that the Chesed that's reinforced by learning at night was so strong, Shafilu al Zayachal Hagen, that it could protect him even from having negative thoughts during learning the rest of the time. Ubezeh, and now we're going to see the Panemius and related to a Mishnah that we all know in others. Ubezeh, Yisyashiv, Asmicha Shela Mishnah, Aselach Arav, Knelach Achavar, Vahavi. So we didn't read it like this before, but what is the association between these three parts of the Mishnah? When a person hears this Nagina from a Koshra place, that's what we've been talking about by learning at night and being misakin this Nagina. He builds Malchus on an individual level. We saw that David Melech was able to extend it even to the Spitz Malchus to do it on a, on, a, on a national level. But a person is able to build up his own Malchus and engage on an individual level. And, uh, uh, but over there, it's got to be, because we all have our own biases, right? A person learns, how does, uh, what we mentioned one time before, right? I think I heard that a lot of times a person could be going down totally the wrong path and they only made one mistake, right? At a fork in the road, they made one little mistake and then they built up a whole thing that made sense. Everything made sense, but it was traced back to a mistake. At a certain point, how does a person know that he's going on the right direction? So you need some sort of an objective barometer to measure yourself up against. That's where it says, like the Masil Sisharim says, that, that a person is standing in a hedge maze, and if you're, going, if you're going in the hedge maze, so that's why you look to Chazal, they're the ones who know, who understand how the Yitzhahara works, and they're, they're coming from a point of Emes and a point of Torah, they can guide you through. So he says, a person has to build up the Malchus, they, 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 have, to, they have to have this tikkun, put on a chair so it doesn't bite the whole table. So says, how does a person build up this malchus through the kana, which is the windpipe? How does a person re- make this shlameless? How does a person make this tikkun? How does a person learn that it's misakin, uh, that it's through the kana, it's through the windpipe? It's through, and we said the ultimate yichud of that is where the kol is associated with dibur also, and that's going to be through this nagina at night. What does it mean? Because it's another reference to these tziprim. That, that, that he takes these two things that we said that the tziprim was the netzach and hod where the nagina comes from, and that's what really gives the forces to the malchus. That, so he says there's another reference to that, that this is a chaver, to where can you find the shlemus in these tziprim, is also that your machaber, the kruvim, leos panim, panim, kimar ish, veloyos, that it's going to be like panim el panim. We say that in the Beis HaMikdash, when the Jews were doing the, the, what they were supposed to be doing towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the kruvim were looking at each other. How do you find a shlemus that the kruvim come together, that these forces come together when we're doing what we're supposed to be doing? Klape Aravoda and Akadosh Baruchu is Banshi Yisrael Osin Ritzono Shalmakom. That's where they're punim v'punim, right, face to face. If you Google in, in in relationships, you could find an entire uh, all these articles on turning towards each other. Besides, for just what you say, the expression. 
in Kabbalah it has other connotations of being panim b'panim or panim ba'ach, ach ba'ach, ba'ach. But if a person is, when, when people are panim b'panim, that's the expression of a relationship. Vazai. And therefore, there's a warning, however. What happens now that you achieve this malchus? You have tremendous kaychus now. That means that you literally have your, hand, your, 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 hands, all, your hands on the reins of the Bria. Azai kishayisakin bechinas malchus shelai v'yuchal limshol b'chol ma'ashe Now, all of a sudden, you have a certain shaltainas on things. Now you're a melech. So now you have to be very careful. If you came for this, this will be worth it. Now you have the kayach, literally, it could be in certain ways of life and death in your hands. Now what's going to happen if you're going to have certain hakpadas? Right? It says, this Gemara is about when Rishin Bayocha came out of the cave. What's going to happen if a person now harnesses this kayach? Klape himself, he literally harnesses this kayach, but then when he looks at others who aren't holding what he's holding, he has certain akpadas. So now, but now that you have this kayach malchus, you have to be very careful now what you're going to do with this kayach. You have to be down the chavzchus. It's our Lord and His Kol Adam the chavzchus. Ki ena kodesh baruch hu chafitz b'chor ben olam ki lo tzar bar l'shevas yitzara. This vart will be the, the, the takeaway, and then we're almost finished. Uh, almost finished with the piece. Uh, I saw from Rav Mordechai Miller of Gates that is Talmud of Rav Dessler. I forget in what context he mentioned the point, but it, but but it was a brilliant point. He says. Everybody has certain things that they work on. So I, let's say I'm working on not talking during davening or, or coming before brachas or whatever it is, right? So I come and little by little in the beginning it's hard, I work on it and little by little, you know, you, you use hergal, you do it and after a week, a month, two months, a year, two years, three years, it becomes something that I do, right? And now because I worked on a particular sensitivity, so now I set that as a new floor and I'm able to work my avoda. The problem is, is that you, have something else that you're working on. Every, everybody has certain things that they're working on, certain things that they're not, hopefully, right? You weren't working on the same thing that I'm working on. So he says, it's tremendous nisayan when I'm engaging in one element of my avoda, and therefore it goes from something that's outside of me, and then it's something that I'm able to integrate into myself, and now it starts becoming a part of who I am until I start realizing that, you know what, not that it's not so hard, it, it relates to something that's part of my hanhaga, and you become intolerant. The, 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 there's a very, very fine line between being able to raise yourself in terms of your degree of where you're holding and not having a breed and intolerance of others so that all of a sudden, so, nobody should talk to davening, let's say, but all of a sudden somebody else, you were checking your phone during davening for 100 years and then all of a sudden you worked on it, you get to a certain things and all of a sudden you look at everybody else and they're a total Russia. They totally don't care about davening and you're yelling at them in the middle of shul. And they, eh. A person has to be able to balance growth and intolerance of others and that's with this piece, that's, that's your takeaway. If you came for one thing else, he says, after a person goes and they grow on a seilach harav, don't go anywhere yet. Because all of a sudden, you're going to be critical of others and that's going to destroy the world. Go back into the cave. And he says, going back to what we started last week, this, this whole, the, the background of this piece was that he was addressing a certain chazan who, from the Kayach HaNagina and he was addressing a certain circumstance that happened. What about chazan and bizman azab? Who it's a business. That they are shaitim. Why they, they don't have this chachma? They didn't build up their daya. Why? Because it's not necessarily coming from this pure place. The malchus of kedusha is begolus. It's not well settled. It's not attached in the way that it's supposed to be attached to these positive kayaches. But rather, the malchus of kedusha, the shechina, malchus is shechina, shechina shochen, where there's an expression of a kaddish baruch in this world. 
It's in Golos. It's not grounded. The, 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 the spiritual kaychas of truth and MS and the way it's supposed to be are not finding expression in this world. They're not reflected. The Shechina is in Golos. So the Malchus over here, the Malchus is in Golos because it's finding expression not in, in the, the kaychas of where they're supposed to be. V'yalkein ha-negina shechas me'asr de neviyim. This negina which is coming, it's nimshach from the same place as nevuah. Mi-bechinas moichin v'das de malchus de kedusha. And it's just, again, the netzach and hod, the tzipram come and they build up the first uh, elements of the next stage of the das of the malchus, of the malchus in a positive way. Achshu shemalchus begalos v'alkein ha-negin of gemes. And he says now that, that the people who are singing, so to speak, the koyach ha-negina is coming from a place that's game that's nifgam. It's coming from a place that's not only trying to find expression from a vodas Hashem. They're doing it for money. They're doing it for ulterior motives. And there's a pagam over there. They can't. They, they can harness this tremendous koyach of anagina, and they're not utilizing it properly. And again, there's no middle ground. There's positive and there's negative. So okay, they need a job. But he's not even saying they're rishon. He's saying that they're using it only for self-serving purposes. And this is what we're talking about. That there's going to be a Malchus de Kedusha, and this world is going to be totally, that's why, what's the height, what's the highest holiday in a certain sense? course, Purim, right? Where it's not that you, that Hashem is not in the Megillah. It's just that this world is the ultimate expression of Hashem. It's the ultimate reflection in the everyday. You're going to open up, you, you're going to open up a newspaper and you're going to look back and you're going to read through a half hour of 11 years of history in Shushan or now, right? And all of a sudden you're going to say, of course somebody is playing chess with the world. Run. It's just finishing up the piece. It says, of course, somebody's playing chess in the world. That's where this Koyach Nagina is going to be that the, that the intellectual one, the Das, is going to find expression in sing and song. But not in the present. At that point, Hashem is going to be the Melech on the entire earth. That's where that's where the das is going to be reflected in the in the song. And those people that are tapping into this kaya are going to be totally in line with das and seichel. Because malchus is going to be elevated and it's going to be able to find kibble from uh, from this. Uh, and it's going to be nourished from the appropriate place. That the Nagina that at that time is going to be is going to be nourished and finding sustenance and expression from the appropriate place. And that's where there's going to be a Yichud and a Shlemus ultimately between the Koyal and the Koyach HaDibor. And that's where ultimately it's going to be a total Tikkun. At the end over here, he plugs in three small pieces that really should have just been plugged in earlier. Uh, I don't know why it's structured like that, but just to mention it, so the first one is we said that a chud chesed for a person who learns at night is even more powerful than kail. So that, that, that even, when, even when a person 
uh, when a person has the Kayach Hanagina from a negative place, but the Chud Shel Chesed, when a person learns at night, is able to protect him even from those negative Kayachas. V'zeu ki gadol me'al shemayim chazdecha. So this Pasuk can tell him, shemayim hu bechinas kol. Shemayim is, is, a, is a reference to kol. K'mosh ha'kosov, mi shemayim ishmat ha'kolecha. So we see that shemayim and kolcha align. Ki alidea chesed, hainu bechinas chud shel chesed. So we see a, a, a kesher between shemayim and kol. And therefore it says, through chud shel chesed, hainu bechinas chud shel chesed, and nimshach sh'aidea shaloi me Torah belayla, that comes from learning Torah at night, through learning Torah at night, we're able to have a tikkun of this uh, of the coil of the nagina, even if it was coming from a negative place. This is the panemius of the pasuk that even bigger than shemaim, even bigger than coil, even bigger than the kayach nagina, even if it was coming from a negative place, could find a tikkun from chesed from this chushel chesed of learning at night. Second piece that had been omitted, Hashtayt Siprim de Kedusha, so the Nevuah flows to Malchus, the Shtayt Siprim de Kedusha, Shemisham, Nevuah and Meshachas, these two Siprim, these two Koychus, we said that, that, that from where Nevuah comes from, Hembinian Malchus de Kedusha is what builds up the next level in the spiritual flow of Malchus, Uvalkena, Modas Melech, and therefore the appointment of a king, the Malchus, Hayal Pinevuah, that's why Malchus is built up, for you need a, a Navi to make a king, it's through the Koychus of Nevuah, that's what builds up Malchus, and that's what we were we said also in our terms, Kechol Malchus Bezavit Shayalpi Nevuah Shanavuah, Nevuah Nimshachis Minavuah Nimshachis Minakruvim. And Nevuah comes from the Kruvim, like it says by Moshe, by Yishma, Esakol, Medabra, I love Me'alakapiras, that we know that the, that the Nevuah came from between, from between the Kruvim and the Aron, Shehem Bechin, the Shtayt Siprim, that the Kruvim also are referenced to these two separate forces that we said when the Tsiprim get together and they have a, they have a, a Tikkun and a Hamshacha, that's when they're Panim Bepanim, the Kruvim are brought together, and Al Shehem Binin Malchus de Kedusha. So it's another reference point again in the Panemius in this Pasuk showing that the Nevuah is what built the Kayach from where the Nevuah comes from is also what's building a Malchus. And the third thing that was omitted is me'achra, Allah's view that this pasuk we said that David Melech was coming from behind the nursing sheep. Hainu me'achra me'nikos came yonkim lenavim that the uh, that from behind the me'nikos, the nursing things, the tzipram, the netzach and the hide that are going to be yonik the nevim. So now we're going to give another remez from this pasuk. Vichizel me'achra Allah's. What does it mean from behind the nursing ones? Hainu she David Melech alavas shalom hayayochel esakin lahalas gamen aginish enu. That David Melech was coming from behind these forces, he was able even to be misakin this negative negina because we said that from where the neviim comes from, it's nourishing the same kaiyachas of the negina la losel kedusha and to elevate vizel meachar losevu from meachar from from the ach from the negative side, even the negative side of what was nursing the ne- the negative side of netzach. I don't know from if a person has uh, the. the and the Kaychas and the Nagina that are negative because he wasn't L'Shem Shemayim, Hainugama Nagina Shimea Even the Kaychas and the Nagina was coming from a, the negative elements because every positive spiritual force has a corresponding negative force. It's Alos. It's the Ach of, of these Alos, the Ach of these, of, these, uh, of these nursing things, the Ach of the Netzach and Hod, the Klipa side of that, Me'achar Hamein Nikos. 
because the Nagina on a positive way is where Nevoah uh, comes from. And the Nagina on the negative side is called Me'acharalos. It's not that Netzach and Hod are building up in a positive way and going towards Malchus. This is the opposite side of these nursing faculties of this Netzach and Hod that are nursing on to the next spiritual flow that are going to build up the Malchus. Me'acharalos. And David Melach also was able to be Mesakin, even this negative one, and through building up the Malchus of Kedusha Canal, uh, and through this he was able to build up the positive Malchus, even from the negative side of the Gino, he came to, to shepherd Klal Yisrael, he was able to build it up in a positive way, that he built up the Malchus of Kedusha, he was Zoycha to Malchus. Okay, so that was a sort of... Uh, amazing trip. I will, um, thinking, just because one of the ways to ground these pieces is Likute Tfilos, or Tfilos, that track Likute Maran, turning some of these these ideas into how we can turn into a Tfila, maybe if we have time, if, you, if, if anybody else can look, um, we'll just follow up, if we can, with a read-through of the corresponding Tfilos, so we take some of these concepts and show how we can try to relate to them, because that's how the Tfilos are structured from Nassim, relate to them in a Tfila context, so we'll follow up with that, but uh, a lot of material, and Amir Tashem, uh, next time. Yashar Kayach.